0: Welcome back to our channel today.
1: I'm Brian. I'm Sherry Ann. and this is Rowena Francis. Oh is that how it goes? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. We are Rowena Francis. Yes
0: something to do with yeah. Rowena and Francis so we make up that combination the two of us.
1: Anyways the last video that we did we talked about the supernatural. We did an intro to it and so today we're going to talk more about the
0: supernatural. We're going to go right back to the beginning uh, in Genesis 1, and the reason why we're going to go there is because we want to take a look at the origins of the supernatural, and there's a whole lot that's happening right there at the very beginning that we learn about in the book of Genesis, and so that is where we're going to start today.
1: But first, I want to just talk about, not talk about, I want to just tell you what the supernatural means. No? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Although, yeah. No.
1: Yeah, okay. The supernatural is basically anything pertaining to anything that um, is outside of our visible tangible world. So basically, you know, you think about where God exists, angels, demons, uh, that whole spiritual realm that is the supernatural. And so all the
0: paranormal it is, stuff.
1: Yeah, it's outside of our tangible. We can't see it with our own human eyes mm-hmm. type of a world.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, the the supernatural world, they say, is actually more real than the natural world that we live in.
1: It's true.
0: It's very true.
1: Anyway, so we're
0: going back to Genesis 1-1. We're going to go to Genesis 1-1. So what did we learn in Genesis 1-1 and 1-2? It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then it says in that the earth was without form and void, and darkness covered the face of the earth, and the Spirit of God hovered over the face of the deep. That is what it says in Genesis 1-1 and 1-2.
1: There's another scripture also that talks about the state of the earth. There is. Yep. No. Yeah. I do. thought
0: we just had the only reference to that state of the earth in
1: Genesis one one. I'm gonna take us to Jeremiah.
0: Jeremiah. Wait, where oh, am I look, going? Jeremiah
1: four twenty three to twenty six. I'm gonna read it from my Dake's Bible here.
0: Yeah, a good old fashioned Bible never hurts, guys.
1: <laughs> All right, it says. I beheld the earth, and lo it was without form and void; and the heavens, and they had no light. I beheld the mountains, and lo they trembled; and all the hills moved lightly. I beheld, and lo there was no man, and all the birds of the heavens were fled. I beheld, and lo the fruitful place was a wilderness, and all the cities thereof were broken down as the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord, and by his fierce anger. Mm. Interesting.
0: It uses the exact same phrases, and the earth was without, vo- without form and, and void. void. So here you got the prophet Jeremiah is actually seeing the state of the earth, right? The, the earth was only in the mm-hmm. state at one point, and so he's reflecting upon that, and so it's a verification to
1: us mm-hmm. of what the earth was really like right there in the very beginning. So I think we should go back to, what does this mean? Let's go back to the phrase, the earth was without form. And void.
0: The earth was without form and void.
1: Do you know what it means?
0: I do. So let's look at the word was. The word was actually comes from the 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 Greek or whatever we want to take a look at is the word haya,
1: haya. I think it's Hebrew in the Old Testament. Is it
0: Hebrew? Oh, okay. Well, Hebrew, Greek, you know, yeah, because it's Old Testament, you know. So, anyways, it comes from the word haya, and that word haya it means to become or come to pass. Or to come about so that is what it's saying so when it says it was it says it came to pass
1: you shall not pass none <laughs> shall pass
0: that's uh okay that's, no that's, right. that's from, just a totally different uh, time of, of time here so anyways so then the next phrase that it speaks of it says without form and void and this actually mm-hmm. comes from the words tohu which means waste or laid to waste uh empty Formless or nothingness. I even love that phrase, nothingness. I mean, we all know that you know, boys and men can go to a, to their nothing box, mm-hmm. right? A state of nothingness. My wife tells me that that's kind of like an impossible place for uh, for for girls to be able to go to. Is that is that still accurate? You know, do yeah. you guys have a, a nothingness box? No. No.
1: Everything is connected to yeah. everything.
0: So like even while we're like filming this video, you probably have, you know, like 18 other, you know, conversations going on uh, right now. Is that probably correct? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm my sitting right here and I'm just... Anyways.
0: Yes. That's, what, the, that's what state
1: the earth was in. It was nothingness.
0: Right. And so so it comes from the words that said, I told you that tohu, right, was the first part of this. And then also the word bohu. Okay. Tohu
1: va bohu. Tohu
0: va bohu.
1: Wait, tell us what bohu well, means. Well,
0: bohu first. means undistinguishable ruin, right? Or void or emptiness. So it was, Wait, it was undis- empty.
1: Undistinguishable ruin. That's kind of an interesting phrase. Yes. like Undistinguishable. It, it, I mean, you, you don't ruin. even,
0: it was ruins, but you don't even know what it was ruins of. It was just complete emptiness. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, my place of nothingness. Right, it was just.
1: Empty. It's a bunch of ruins.
0: Yes, ruins going on. <laughs> so, anyways, this is what the state of the earth was in, and it says so. It says that, so we can paraphrase pretty well what happened. Mm-hmm. It's we can paraphrase it to say, God created, and then it became waste, and empty, and empty, an empty waste.
1: Yeah, an undistinguishable empty ruins. waste. <laughs> Sheesh. That leaves me with a whole bunch of questions. Yeah. Like... What happened? Well, first of
0: all, what did God create?
1: Yeah, what did he create? What did
0: God create?
1: Because at that point, if it was in the beginning, and then it was without form and void, and but he created something in there, but it doesn't talk about creation until later on, what did he create?
0: Yeah. So it leaves me with, you know, these, these questions, you know, that many of you probably ask mm-hmm. all the time too, like... You know, was was this maybe when the dinosaurs were upon the earth? I don't know, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what? What other what are the things were in a, here?
1: There's a couple different theories that float around, but mm-hmm. yeah. And and why, first of all,
0: did things even become waste to you know, the next process? Yeah.
1: What so happened?
0: What happened? You so know
1: what was created, and then what happened that this happened? This, this is just. <laughs> Strange stuff,
0: you know? I mean, and normally, you know, we just kind of read, you know, you know, through mm-hmm. Genesis. We're like, all right, in the beginning, God created the world. And all of a sudden, you know, we see, you know, the spirit was hovering over the face of the deep. And then it goes right into the story of creation. Mm-hmm. That's how we know it. But, but there's something more that's hidden in there's here. There's such
1: a space between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis yes.
0: 1-2. And, and here's some things that will help you understand the reason why we ask all these questions. So in Isaiah... Another prophet, okay? Isaiah 45, 18. I'm going to read here what it says. It says, And for the Lord is God, and he created the heavens and earth and put everything in place. He made the world to be lifted and not to be a place of empty chaos. I am the Lord, he says, and there is no other. So Isaiah clearly states mm-hmm. that God didn't create this place to be a place of chaos. Yeah. So I got a contradiction here.
1: Well, how did chaos come in?
0: Because if God created, and the Bible says that he didn't create a place of chaos, but it says right after God created that the place was chaos, then we got a problem.
1: Let's find out what happens.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right, so it says, And the Spirit of God was over the face of the deep, and he was hovering, right? And, and he was over this chaos, right?
1: Wait, are you reading a scripture right now?
0: No, I'm not. Should I be? Well, we can. We we can read a scripture to go with this. Okay. All right, go ahead. Why don't you read a scripture?
1: Okay, I'm going to go to Psalm 104, uh, verse 5 to 9. It says, You placed the world on its foundation so it would never be moved. You clothed the earth with floods of water. Did I say that right? You clothed.
0: Yeah, you clothed the earth with floods of <laughs> with water. With floods
1: of water. Floods of water. Water that covered even the mountains. Mm-hmm. At your command, the water fled. At the sound of your thunder, it hurried away. Mountains rose and valleys sank to the levels that you decreed. Then you set a firm boundary for the seas so they would never again cover the earth. This is kind of interesting. Why? Because... There's a lot that's said in that. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot that's said. There, there is a lot that's said in that. All right, there is. There is a lot
0: that is said in that. What did you pick out of that that you wanted to uh, elaborate on?
1: Well, um, first of all, I'm just looking down at my paper here. Um, it's talking about, you know, you clothe the earth with floods of water. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like it's talking about a flood. A flood yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says the water that even covered the mountains And then it goes on to say, at your command, the water fled, and at the sound of your thunder, Mm -hmm. it hurried away. So it sounds like it was really quick afterwards when the water, like, went away. Yep. Okay. Mountains came up, valleys sank to the levels that he decreed. He set a firm boundary where the sea was supposed to be and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot in that. So there
0: is a lot in this passage. Now, here's the interesting part about this. There was another flood that we know about. The time of Noah. And it brought about a flood, but the question is, is what they're talking about here in Psalms really referencing what took place in the time of Noah? That's a question. We're it's gonna, a good question. It's a good question, and hopefully it's a question that now you're asking. You're like, what are you talking about? Of course this it's the, the flood of Noah, but is it really? I don't know. We're gonna reach you something in Second Peter today. Alright, Second Peter, ready? I'm gonna read. I got papers Wait. myself today. Okay, read it. My papers say 2 Peter 3, 5 to 7, for this they willfully forget that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, by which the world that then existed perished. Whoa. The world that then existed. That then perish. existed? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yep. Okay, let's hold Being on to that first Being
0: with water. But the heavens and the earth, which are now... Whoa. Whoa. Whoa! Whoa! Wait, Whoa. It was wasn't that Joey? Joey, yeah. I think it was Joey <laughs> who used to do that line. Are now preserved by the same word and are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of
1: ungodly men. Okay, so I'm just going to say in this scripture verse mm-hmm. in these verses in these verses it sounds like it's saying that there was a world that was
0: there was a world that was
1: and then there was a world that is is so if that's the case does that relate back to genesis 1 2 maybe the tohu vabohu?
0: this is getting a little interesting now a little, a little more confusing. Okay. So there so, was a world that was and there world that is. And there was a world that was created and then there was a world that became chaos. But yet God created things that were chaos. Wow, we're just jumping all over the map. Man, how much is just in one simple verse? One little transition between Genesis 1, 1 and 1, 2. Quite a bit. So apparently there is this other state here. Mm-hmm. And so you can take a look. One of the things that I think is interesting for you to realize is that there actually were two different floods.
1: Yes.
0: Okay? And the reason why there was two different floods that we know of, besides the fact that First Peter talks about the world that the world well, was. was and the world that is,
1: yeah.
0: is this. Is that when you read the passage, okay, that, um, that Cherry read, that was speaking about it in Psalms, there was a couple key things that it ended up speaking of, and yeah. she did point them out to you. And it said that at the command of the Lord.
1: Yeah. The water the waters fled. fled. Okay. And then at the sound of his thunder, it hurried away. So it sounds like it was it was very quick. It was a an mm-hmm. instant kind of thing that happened. Yes. Right?
0: Yep. And then at that point he also set these like boundaries in place as yeah. well as for the earth.
1: Yeah. But when we go to the flood that happened in Noah's day. Mm-hmm it didn't sound like it happened that way. Yes. Right? So this is these are some of the differences between these two floods. So yeah. tell us what happened in Noah. Well flood. so
0: you know, we hear in Genesis seven you hear about the, the story about the flood of Noah and mm-hmm. um, you know, how the you know, rain came upon the earth, which by the way is a really interesting story to begin with, because at that point the earth had never even seen Rain. They didn't even know
1: what rain was. They didn't was. even know what
0: rain was. It actually talked about the fountains of the deep, they, you know, they started to erupt as well, uh, you know, because they, they that was kind of like how the sprinkler systems used to work back then. It was the fountains of the deep. But anyway, so rain came, okay, and it destroyed the earth. But Then as you get into Genesis, you know, 8, it talks about, you know, the post-rain portion of it. Mm-hmm. It says that, you know, the waters gradually receded over time. Over was it something
1: like 150 days or 50, 180?
0: 100, you know, it was it was a long was, time, yeah. and and then the and the that the earth, fight, you know, the water started slowly. So receding. it wasn't
1: like an instant thing. It was something no. that like didn't he send out not doves, What did he send out the first couple times? Yes, yep, he sent out. Um, Eventually, it was a dove that came know, back and brought dove. the olive branch. Correct, but but he, he sent, sent out,
0: birds. out birds. Birds. They were birds. <laughs> Was it ravens? That's all
1: I can think of right now is ravens. I'm like, I can't even remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a raven. Yeah. Yes. So nonetheless,
0: so we, we realized that there was two different floods that took place. One, right, where, you know, things were kind of a quicker process and God spoke and commanded the waters and the other, they actually went forth and they receded. Yeah. And so, you know, and then then you get into Genesis and you go back further down and it says in Genesis one twenty-eight. You wanna read that passage for Genesis us? Genesis one
1: twenty eight. Yes, Genesis
0: one twenty-eight, 128, okay. right here.
1: Okay, it says, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, and subdue it, mm-hmm. and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth.
0: Okay. So I want to point out a word and i know everyone gets all into all kinds of uh, semantics over you know the different translations of the bible and so forth and so the one word that they use here which is really interesting is the word replenish do you
1: know what the okay. actual word is
0: i don't remember what the actual word is to be honest do you remember what it is
1: Ma- malay malay malay
0: okay and so malay does have many has has a few different translations that can be you know different definitions that it mm-hmm. can be translated into but The translators of the Bible only translated it, the word replenish, twice.
1: Yeah.
0: Once, right here in the beginning of Genesis
1: one twenty-eight, when
0: he's talking to Adam and Eve, and he says for them to replenish the earth. So it leaves you with another question asking... First of all, wait, what do you mean replenish, replenish here, right? You know, if this is a story of creation. Then there wouldn't be any replenishing going on. What yeah. you're implying here is that the earth was already replenished. So
1: it makes sense when they say it after Noah's flood. Yeah. Yes. replenished the earth because. Yes.
0: The same instruction was given to Noah. Yeah. And Noah, you know, God says after he wiped out everything, he says, Go forth and replenish the earth. The same instruction. So it
1: makes sense for Noah because obviously everything was wiped out. So now the instruction, instruction is to go out and fill replenish. the land again, yes. right? But that instruction was given to Adam and Adam Eve. Adam and Eve. But if Adam and Eve were the first people on the earth, then what were they replenishing in the earth?
0: Yes. And that is why, when we talk about the origins of the supernatural, mm-hmm. we went right back to the beginning, right back into creation, because this is the world, right? And there's, there's, some, there's some other things that happened during this time frame. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a flood, but we are going to start talking about those things. We're going to get into more details. We're going to talk about, really, maybe what happened in this first creation. Yep. And nonetheless, we are on our journey into discovering more and more about the supernatural, And we look forward to doing that with you.